Hey, what's good, man? It's first smoke of the day, episode 51. Pack Odds here. I'm here with my co-host, Black Leaf. And we got a big dog in the building today, man. Special guest, Green Dog. Well, homie, what's good? It's good, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you for pulling up, man. Down here for the Zah Olympics event. Yep. Big night tonight. Yep. Shout and, out Blueprint. Uh, Let's go. Absolutely. Triple Indy. Triple Indy. In we the got game. This open. Yep. It was one of our top picks, bro. Tight. Most Fire. definitely. Tight. Great name, great brand, and it keeps getting better. Like, really crazy terps on some of those strings you're putting out. Jordan's killing it, man. And the whole cultivation team over there, Blueprint, killing it. Yep. Yeah. Trying to push the envelope, trying to have fun. Absolutely. Seeing them pop up on the scene, obviously, by way of the rec market, and, like, it's just it's catching steam now. Yeah. To where you're starting to see, like, we're starting to, everyone's starting to take notice now, Blueprint, Blueprint. Um, and as well as fucking Green Dog and everything else you guys got going on, man, which I think a lot of people might not know just how much you guys got going on. So yeah. it's dope, man. Like really putting sack on the map and holding it down for the rec market and uh, coming through with shit. Okay, Flavors. Dude. I hell appreciate that, man. We're, we're just trying. Um, uh, we're we're owner operated, man. You know, I hope it shows we get we give a fuck. It's always yeah. shown, dude. Green Dog, Turtle Pie Co., Blueprint. Yeah. All companies that are known for top tier smoke. Hell yeah. You yeah. Know. I mean, we can't put out anything we can't be happy with. We can't, you know, can't stamp the stuff that we wouldn't smoke, you know. And then the variance between the brands, I think, helps keep it all spicy. Yeah. And uh, lets us to focus on the fun projects that, you know, keep keep the the industry on their toes. You know, Jordan's Blueprint team are ripping through hundreds of seeds almost every single run and wow. I, like i know a lot of the nurseries out there they're like yeah that's cute you know but we're not a nursery you know we're, we're giving up flower space to to crack through projects to keep finding the new cool shit same. and we're talking about the same jordan that was behind some of connected as well behind, previously worked with yeah. connected yeah. and now is heading up this project with blueprint yes sir yep wow yep. uh jordan and i and a couple of our other friends tom and joe we all linked up together uh, last year i mean it's been honestly it's been a long time coming but finally got the motion you know around june last year uh, and, and we're all legacy operators every single one of us involved so i'll just try to do a little something catch fire and and have some fun and um I, I think it's it's gone pretty well. I'm I'm uh super humbled and blessed by with how, how much everybody's been fucking with us and um we got a, we got a lot more to come. <laughs> so uh I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this weekend. Everyone's coming into <laughs> town for Za Olympics. We got the literally the this box and we've seen you guys evolve too. The first box had tr triple indie in it and we had smoked that and that was still in our top three or four, right? And then we we evolved to now we're in the winner's circle box where everyone who's in this box has won top three of a previous Za Olympics. So sure. it's the best of the best sure. and still top three in my opinion in the whole box yeah i appreciate that that's awesome yeah I, we're we're proud of this batch this batch is dope uh, this batch is real dope same uh it was so it was actually the first the first Olympics. uh we didn't enter with uh blueprint we hadn't we hadn't gotten it going yeah, yet. that's what, I was what was it the it second was, box yeah the or? second box that's was what it, it was yeah we, we did we no it's good we did we did uh um you did up dog green we did the, up, we did the up dog we, we had the turtle fire. pie entry and we did oh uh, we did this that one we did the zope um yep. that that batch we entered the zope this one the winter circle uh that's that's scotty's zope that's the, okay. the that's wiz's zope 
fire ass batch fire ass batches open. but the last batch is open was you guys is yes open. yeah gotcha yeah, yeah. that one that one then so the first one we i think it was kind of not fair we had like four or five of those entries were grown at our facility. wow <laughs> i knew it that just, it was just all different brands that, yeah. which, is, which is great but yeah it was uh that's why i say when i say holding down for the rec market i mean that shit trying, just for man. even street yeah. brands and shit too it's dope Try to put on for the homies too, you know. Like there's there's not many of us left. You can yeah, you, you know? can you can tell the collaboration with your brand by how highly people speak of it that are players in the game, you know what I mean? So that's, that's when I kind of knew I was like, all right, this is good people right here. Because everybody you. that comes across and talks about Green Dog is like solid, you know. We we've always tried to be an industry brand, you know. Like uh we back in the day, shit, 2014, we were we were running delivery services up in like the foothills, Tahoe area. Uh and then we started, we switched kind of from like the commercial outdoor scene to more the the higher end indoor, smaller stuff. And uh, that's where everything kind of took off. Started actually working with dispensaries all over the state. And um, I was back in the day when it was uh, just me and my two partners. You know, it was, it was, uh, I know you guys already know what that's like. It's a small team living the dream. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> now look, work. Yeah. And you guys just celebrated one year anniversary at your at your dispensary. At the dispensary. Shout out the Outpost. Yes, sir. The Outpost. Great yeah. name. Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. Dude, yeah. what an event that looked like. It was fun, man. I, was, I wish I would have <laughs> drove up for it. I it literally was, was like, wow, this is like sick. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't have any anticipation that people were going to show us that much love, dude. It was very, very humbling. Everybody came out. The preferred garden showed the fuck out, dude. Like Doja Pack, everybody came out. Z, the whole Z squad, Tony Mendo, that you know, uh, California Leaf, like all, all, all the homies, local or not. Surefire was out there. We had you know the NorCal Farms. Like everybody came through, and I, I, it was humbling. Grow Loki came up. I was like, what Crazy. the fuck. I was like, I didn't hit anybody up and everyone just came out. It was, it was sick. It, and it, and it uh, kind of got a little out of hand, you know, yeah. as, as those things do. But, you know, trying to trying to keep the 215 vibes alive. Yeah. A lot of yeah. smokers and a lot of wanting yeah. to see things. And what's dope is customers and people who support the industry and people are able to actually link with those people at the event. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. You never get to those guys don't get out of the garden. You know, like a lot of us are, are forum kids originally, you know, so it all started with sharing information like you you can tell because like you talk to certain dudes, you talk to David preferred, you talk to Jordan from Blueprint, you like start bringing up weed, they get bubbly and get excited and just start fucking spilling shit for you. And and like that's that's the way it always used to be. That's how we came up sharing genetics, sharing information. Like if you hit me in the DM and I know a lot of people out there know this, like if you ask me for grow advice and not to ship you packs, I will answer. Yeah, I will 100% answer. I will give you as much information as I possibly can because I think that shit's sick. That's you know? passion like, is what yeah, that is. Dope. Like, yeah, well, I was an IC Mag kid. That's how I met half the kids I did before I moved out here. You know, like all the forum stuff. Uh, like it, it's it's a weird balance of like anonym, anonymity and and like uh, wanting to be helpful because like mm-hmm. at the same time you're like ah, I'm a little guarded because I don't know what I'm sharing to the fucking internet. At the same time you're like I want to help this person. Or I need help myself. That's how you learn. Like, fuck, 2008, blasting, open blasting VHO. Like, yeah. <laughs> far from the mecca of, of any of that kind yeah. of shit. And it's like, okay, uh, only way you can do is teach yourself and, and do it from the forum. So, like, I, I think about that kind of stuff. And, like, I, I feel like how it's translated. That's basically, I started as a forum kid. And if I can help other kids, you know, level their game up and put them on, I'll fucking do it. You know, and so I think that, that, uh, resonance is the same with a lot of the of our peers you know they want they want to help each other uh, and and help kids that support them 
you know it's so like give them the opportunity to come out fuck with us come smoke weed you got questions i'll answer it's the least i could do for to get you uh uh or to like thank you from supporting us you know what i mean yeah. it's the least we can do it's epic man and yeah you got to think too when you're coming up you you have people helping you out so you when you you know reach a little bit maybe 10 years in or something you turn around and you're like you know what it's yeah, my turn it's to help some people and shit you know it's at least lend some information or you know guide them in the right direction but yeah. it's that's where the real payoff is being able to help somebody like that's the real you know trade-off that i feel like we we give to just be experienced and like feels better than anything honestly and, yeah. and I, th- I think it's new because like th- think about our mentors like we're that generation like the guys that are 10 years ahead of us a lot of them either aren't in the game anymore. They're in fucking jail. They got they got in trouble on some other bullshit. Or they tapped the fuck out, you mm-hmm. know, and like a lot of those guys are the reason that we are all here. Yes. You know, there's a few of them. There's a few that yeah. have made it that are dope and still putting game Highly on. successful. Extremely. And, yeah. You know, like guys MSOs. I, yeah. Guys, I still some of them. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. And then but a lot of those dudes that, you know, really set the bar for guys like us to come in. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they're not around anymore. And it's wild. So, like, I wonder, I'd, I hope, like, I got no immediate plans of fucking leaving. I love cannabis. This is going to yeah. be my life to the day I die. You know, yeah. like, I'm never going to want to do anything other than weed. Weed is tight. You know, yep. I, I well, love We got weed. lucky in our th- 30s and 40s, right, is when the weed industry started to go legal. Where with those sure. guys, some of those guys were damn near in their 50s, late 40s. Sure. And it's just uh, so they're 50 years old trying to fit, which which is awesome. Uh, it, a great position realistically but i can also see where like wow they're still banging houses at 50 years old yeah that's a tough swallow you know you used to be able to fucking make 180 grand a year no sweat with a 12 banger in the fucking garage like and that mentality's still there with a lot of those mm-hmm. dudes and, and it's it's dope but i don't think it's as viable as it once was mm-hmm. you know but yeah. yeah i mean we started in the basements shout out turtle pie same thing from the basements to the streets you know yeah like, Basements, garages, whatever. A basement is a godsend for a grower. Fucking hey, a <laughs> godsend. Take yeah. us, uh, take us back to the beginning, man. What was your first time smoking weed? Oh shit, because that's where it starts, you know. Young, <laughs> <laughs> I was way too young to be smoking weed. If I'm being honest, old child, like ten, oh, nine, Lord. something like. You might that. be the record then. Yeah, I was a, a baby, like way too young. To you got an older, weed. older sibling or something? I have five brothers. That makes Ooh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> you got jumped in early. Yeah, I got five five brothers, and uh, the I one of them's my a stepbrother, and he's very similar to my age. Uh, and he would he went to a different school or whatever, and he's the one that put weed in front of me the first time. Dude, so I was like, oh okay. And I remember, I'll never forget it. We were like smoking weed out out in uh like a field out behind my grandma's house. You know, in a rural area. You know, you know, you go on those long ass walks because you're terrified. You're like go super rural and oh, nobody can see me because you can't be like, oh, it's a cigarette. No, you're nine years old, 10 years old. Like you those can't walk be, home. Those <laughs> walks home are crazy. Like pulls the whatever beasters or the mids that he had out of the little Altoids can. Mm-hmm. And, and we're smoking a wood pipe. It's like <laughs> like an old tobacco pipe for my grandfather. It's like this, this long, it's a sh- like a shotgun. And then a, a little bowl at the front or like halfway up the front, three quarters up the front. So, you know, well roast it. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it was cool. Some and, history. And I remember my stepbrother, cause he's like, he was a professional. He'd smoke weed at least four times before then, you know, yeah. like he, he already knew what the fuck was up. So I roast the weed and I, you know, I'm, I'm for sure lit. And he's like, 
pointing at bugs on the thing, like trying to see if I was going to fake, you know, like, you know, when you're like a little ass kid, you drink a non-alcoholic beer and you're like, I'm hammered. Yeah. So he's like trying to call my bluff being like, you didn't inhale. Like <laughs> you're not high. And I was like, no, I'm high. And I'm also not hallucinating. Like this is, this is cool though. Weed is tight. <laughs> yeah. So it started with a Reggie started with the beasters, you know, and then, uh, it was a pretty fast roll into high end weed. I was like, oh shit, for this price, I can get good weed. And then I was like, how, how do I do this for free? So it didn't even stop after that. You just started being a smoker from then on. Pretty much, dude. Like wow. I, I like wasn't an everyday at 10 years old, but yeah, it, it wrapped up to like being something pretty quick. You know, it was a part of my life from a very young age for sure. And uh, where, where we grew up, we didn't have like a medical scene. So like no matter what, you didn't have that guise, just like you guys, you know, like you don't have that guise of like, oh, this is medicinal. That you have the criminal mindset yeah. immediately. You, like, just, get, you yeah. just get stuff. Yeah. You're like, like it's I'm going to get in trouble if I get like I, this. This isn't going to be good, you know? Mm. And then like once you get onto it, I like start finding out my uncle grew tree. I was like, oh, OK. Oh, like, wow. He's got the five gallon buckets, you know, the outdoor tree in Vermont. You got like a 20 minute season. So like you're not <laughs> <laughs> you're not growing good. Weed is never finishing. But to me, that was my first exposure to pop because he would pop seeds every year. That was his run. He would throw like 20 fucking. And we had a state, uh, the head at one point, I don't know if he still was at that time, but he was the head of the state police and he lived in like diagonally right behind us. So we got this dude right behind us and my uncle in, in the little like bush between Holy their house has, has five fucking or six, you know, five gallon plants. And then he'd have a, a little greenhouse literally right next to this guy. Dude, uh, <laughs> there's no way you didn't know. There's no way you yeah. didn't see it. But yeah, for whatever reason didn't give them a hard time so it's different when your neighbors sometimes too there's like that in the south at least there's that net like no nah, it's my neighbor i don't fuck yeah. with him you know it's, yeah he, it's okay. he's not hurting nobody yeah. you know my uncle's not hurting nobody <laughs> yeah. but yeah i have like a lot to blame and to thank on, on my my uncle fucking did he, he let you like no not at all he was oh, okay. still he's the youngest brother my dad I'm a big italian family so my dad had five brothers so or uh, uh five siblings so he's the youngest one my dad's the oldest brother so if <laughs> Like my dad caught fucking Tommy giving me weed or giving Trouble. me my, oh yeah, he'd beat his ass. <laughs> Grown ass men, they'd yeah. fight, you know, like, like brothers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A thousand percent. So yeah, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't all fun and games until I was like 15. And then my, my old man is like, I, dude, I was getting caught stealing cigarettes out of my dad's pack at like seven. I was a piece, I was a little like piece of shit, dude. We're, we're little scumbags, <laughs> you know, but yeah, the, the uh, environment I grew up in was, it different you know was it always that bowl or did it evolve into joints and i I was i quickly fell in the glass scene okay you know like that that shit was budding because that tied with the the forums and you know it was a good ruse you know it's like hey like i because i started growing weed pretty young age it it just it was it was kind of like what got me through school man you know yeah like got me through college got me through high school i bopped around a bit i was in upstate new york i was in i was in vermont for a while and i was in texas for a while south texas houston texas way different environments from definitely cold and dry to texas yeah texas (laughs) the whole time it's closet grows and stuff or is it it's like small grows and like from seed texas i was too scared for sure yeah uh way too scared to do nothing but what so you from vermont i'm from vermont originally yeah came a long way then yeah yeah that's dope bro i see i see it's crazy to see like vermont's actually coming around to to do some shit now yeah they're legalized they're out they're now legalized they have a some sort of scene out there it's it's pretty cool it's 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 new 
Uh, Vermont's an awesome state. I'm sure it's cool for your family to see that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they've always been super supportive. You yeah. know, like now you, it's come back home. It's like that's you know, yeah, this stuff is that they can experience it and shit and Definitely. enjoy it if they want to. They still didn't like understand what it was that I did till they came to my shop, and then they're like, "Oh, got it. Like this thing is bigger than Costco." Like, I was like, "Yeah, it's just weed," you know. And they're like, oh, "Okay, wow. all right." Like it, it just like doesn't click, you know, because it. Uh, those states are just so not exposed to cannabis but know? that's what they yeah. said this is bigger than costco oh like my yeah because yeah, my that, shop is that's it's, cool you know, though it, because that put it in perspective for, for them, them that like yeah. this is business wow look at this yeah. this is bigger than a costco yeah. holy <laughs> shit like, what no but it does that's a cool exc- exclamation of like point that like kind of clicked for them they're like oh this and it's it's been fun like uh even still some of my partners his parents just came to visit him for the first time like a couple months ago and just their mind because now we're at a different level yeah and their minds are just blown like completely fucking blown they're like wait what (laughs) never seen anything like this you know we're not we don't have like crazy facility we but it's still it's it's beautiful it's state-of-the-art and we have a lot of pride in it so you know i I just think uh uh, being able to share that kind of stuff with them is is special man it's special you know so where to go from college in vermont uh i actually went to asia uh well like went to you know i studied international business and finance in school like i was like all right i'm you know give up the weed stuff let's let's grow up drew you know yeah yeah <laughs> uh went out to uh to china and was like uh basically doing what i was doing what uh i you know i went to school for i, I was working in import export for a procurement management firm uh that's cute yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> Where's Sorry this dude's coffee? I was dude. like, yeah, I Your thought coffee's it was right coffee. Here. My oh. bad. So I thought that was Green Dog's coffee. That's why I pulled it out of These that. These guys are fucking slow. Nah. Shit. Well, it's cheers, boys. It says his name on it, just so everyone knows. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Yeah. Just so you know, this stuff's non-scripted yeah. and real. That's why <laughs> we have coffees delivered in the middle of this. Ah, <sighs> a little coffee and Kush, huh? Yeah. Oh man. What are we smoking on? Smoking on some Zope right here. Oh, fire. I just ripped up the Magnum. This is the new Turtle Pie stuff. This yeah. is fresh too, right? These are both, yeah, they're like wet, fresh. Super fresh jars. I can, Just by the way it's tasting though, it's it's like potent. Little, Great Turp. Crazy. Little, little wet. We trimmed them up before. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't show up to Zot Olympics empty and it couldn't show up as the first smoke of the day without bringing some smoke. You say yeah. wet, not wet. I just, no, nah, this is like sticky. Early in the cures. Early in there the cures. There you go. Oh, got it. That's, that's yeah, how I wet. They think it's going to be bendy and shit. No, nah, it's <laughs> fire. Spongy is what you should <laughs> think. Spongy. Um, so you go to, you, you, you dip out and you're like, yo, I'm going to Asia. So you went somewhere yeah, in China. I got, yeah, we got a gig out there. Uh, I was working and living in Shanghai for about a year. Uh, and that was like cool ass life experience. Like made me, uh, 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 grow a lot as a young ass kid, you know, ton of perspective. I was like 21 or something. Crazy. That's wild. Know. Speaking. Uh, no, of it, no, none, no language. No, I took Mandarin lessons the whole time I was there. Oh yeah. I, uh, you gotta, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, you, especially like my job, I was like going out to rural parts of the, the country. And, um, the, at that point, the literacy rate was pretty low. So even if you had like written out shit, you, 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 if you can speak anything, at least you're gonna you're gonna struggle a little bit. 
You know, because oh, yeah, people but, can't read. Yeah, I can't. So read. they got at least they can't, couldn't read traditional Chinese. That's right. just hard, bro. Like I don't blame them. Like that's just hard. <laughs> no, for sure. Like, like even my, it's crazy now. You can speak into a phone and be like, yeah, yeah. That when I was over there, it wasn't like that. It wasn't that easy. At least the translators nah. weren't like that. So yeah, I uh, uh, made a you know valiant effort, and it was fun. What were you doing? I was working for a procurement management firm, so I was doing import export. You know, okay. It's like what I thought, you know, it's like what I went to school right. for mm -hmm. is what I thought I wanted to do. I always wanted to live abroad. You know, I didn't really want to uh, live in that. Like, the fuck East. Vermont. Yeah, I didn't want to live in the fuck East Coast America. or like, and I'd never been out to the West Coast. So I uh, went out to Asia, was there for a year. I ended up coming back to the States. I had to renew my work visas and stuff. And um, I had buddies out, out in uh, like the Reading area which I didn't know anything about. And they're like, yo, we, we need you. We need, we need help. Come out. And I was like, okay. So I went out, uh, I think the first second day I hit up, uh, my bosses and was like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and, uh, cause I was just supposed to be back for like six weeks to like do whatever and then reset. And then I was going to go to Vancouver and go back to China. And I just hit him up and was like, mm, I'm good. See you later. Did uh, you enjoy the experience? You just had felt like this is the next, I'm going to turn the page. Yeah, or? it was great. I just like, I, and I loved it. Um, food was probably fire. Food was amazing. Uh, the people are sick. Like it's, it was really, really fun. Like, honestly, I had a great time being that young too over there. It's, it's a different experience. So yeah, I, I felt, um, I don't know. I, it just like you, those kind of decisions, they just like, it, they almost seem easy. You know, like from the optics, looking back, you're like, ah, that's got, must have been a hard decision. It wasn't. It was like no brainer to me. It was like, yeah, this is what I'm doing now. Because like, I, I don't, I just didn't, I didn't understand the industry yet. But came out and I got like a two year crash course basically in, in commercial cannabis cultivation in uh, uh, Trinity County. So uh, the, the, the younger brother, the whatever, the step, the, the redheaded stepchild, the of, fucking of, pines, baby. Yeah, Let's go. I was in pines and hay fork. <laughs> yep. Junction city, that whole zone, Weaverville, like, yeah, not, not six spots for sure, but it was cool to understand how to do it. You got jumped to, in. I got jumped the fuck in. Yeah. Fucking really Dinsmore quick. store. Oh, dude. <laughs> big, big. Boxes. You don't know about Dinsmore. Don't talk to me, man. Mm. For real. Yeah. That, that was a, a interesting time in my life, but yeah. And then. We made it down to Redding. Shout out Redding. But yeah. let's. So you just went out there and you knew some people. So they, you were able to at least like get like run into some people and be like, "Hey, what up? I'm out here now." And like, how do you get your foothold? At least just oh, so I, I moved I'd, to I'd, town. I know I, I had buddies out here that were uh, um, already kind of tapped into a, a caregiver scene. You cool. know, like a big caregiver scene out there. So I had a decent idea of how it works. But you, you know? came to learn to grow. I came to extract everything. That's, oh, got it. Yeah. Before this, you had already grown though. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you Gosh, you were dabbling already. But I was a joker. Got in some trouble. Yeah, I was got a joker out of college. compared to these guys. These dudes were rocking 99s. You know, like they had fucking hillsides blown out, multiple acres, everything just like ripping. Like they, yep. what they knew, uh, I, like I was a joke as far as cultivation. Yeah. No, yeah, like, but you had a little bit of experience. I had an experience. And a hard worker. Yeah, for whichever sure. Whichever grower was like, come on in. Yeah, we can do this. You know, yeah. like, all right, we, I mean, dude, an outdoors like that to the 10th. You know, Real I got labor. I got so much respect for my homies still out there in the fucking in the sun, man. Like second I got a taste of the air conditioning. I'm like, I grow weed inside now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, straight I, up. I grow weed inside now. Outdoor was awesome, but <laughs> I'm going to do this inside. So we we, uh, we had a really clean scene, uh, uh, ended up kind of 
separating my ways from those those dudes in the trinity area and i, I slowly made my way down i was in uh, uh outside of chico's and a like a, a shitty ass ghetto one way in one way out it's called rancho tehama shout out rancho that place was fucking wild uh did a couple seasons there what's it like just a, what's it like a day on the farm uh man the hill the hill's like pretty grimy uh wake it, up early though it's an early oh day. yeah yeah you're up with the sun i mean the, people don't even know you, you don't, know what i'm saying okay like, okay yeah you don't just, you don't want to work in i mean northern california people don't realize it's 105 degrees in the summer and it stays like that so you you don't really want to work midday you know you want to get up early get your water down before the fucking before the sun's up or else you're just cooking water all of us you if you were lucky enough to have a well on site you're a baller already you're a baller we were trucking water in you have huge reses so like every ounce gallon of water that you bring in that's that's money that's bread so trucking in meaning a reservoir on the back of a truck filling it up Mm -hmm. then bringing it up to the grow and having to do that every single time to water these plants oh yeah yeah and feel like we had a bunch of stock tanks up top so if we had like enough money We'd piece it together and, and back a couple, you know, get like three water deliveries. And we're like, all right, we're living good, dude. We'd swim in the tanks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> jump in the tanks. Like, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but those plants, the nugs and when it's final chop down season, it's got to be an intense. There's yeah. not much like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't miss it, but there's not much like it, you know, like going to a big fucking like a, a a big scene, couple hundred plants, and they're all seven, eight foot monsters. Like it's it's not short work. That shit don't come down in a night. You know, it's like harvest takes days. You're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> this is different. Wow. <laughs> we always tried to run lean scenes because you know, it was back then it was trust. You're like, I don't want kids on my fucking spot. I don't want yep. kids on my hill spot. I'm terrified. I'm a, like, these guys will get us robbed. These guys will bring heat. They'll get us in trouble. They'll talk to the wrong people. They'll fuck the hill girl around the corner and. And her fucking tweaker boyfriend will come rob us all. Like you got cartels on the backside of our shit. You know, it's like now that it's up against harvest too, it's such prime yeah, for every, all everybody's that on edge, yeah. bro. Nobody leaves. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know that's, some people harvest all night. They don't even do daytime. So harvest just nighttime harvest because it's way cooler and easier. Plants, well, you know, a lot of people at that point were still drying off site too. Ooh. Like load up box trucks or load up shit and bring it somewhere else because everyone was getting hit. That the way they'd hit us over there would would basically wait. They, mm-hmm. They'd either abate you in the beginning of the season, let you chop it, or if you grew it, then they'd hit you once you were harvested because then they hit you with mature flower and fuck you. So, uh, but that spot is where I put uh, I like basically put the team that we have today together. <laughs> you know those spots out there in Rancho. So. Uh, my homie Elliot, who we met in college and we've known each other for over 15 years. He's one of the heads of cultivation for Green Dog, fucking man. You know, and then my boy Keegan, who me and Keegan grew up together. We've been like homies for legit 30 years. Our parents were friends. So like, they both came out and Keegan's other head of cultivation for Green Dog, you know, and, and we've done it all together. Raided, abated, chopped, outdoors, indoor, everything, you know, started all a green dog together um couple years on in rancho uh was fun and and then we got the fuck out of there and and we got a spot and it's just, just everywhere you go it was at that time it was like feds hit and you gotta leave feds hit because they didn't care about the caregiver setup they didn't care mm-hmm. how many scripts you had they're like cool fuck you you guys are going to jail we're like sweet this will be fun 
Yeah, and you better believe if you have 99 plants, a branch is getting broken off. It's over 100. They're, you're not, they're not letting you get away with these weird little... No, they're know. whacking you. You're yeah. like, oh, you have 30 scraps here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you got... Yeah, yeah, I do. And lawyers will tell you it's all right. You'll be all right. Totally. Just come to me once you get busted. Same with the docs. Remember mm-hmm. that? The docs. Mm-hmm. Doc Hop. Fucking Mendocino County used to drive like four hours go see this dude to get hot scripts because he'd write anybody in 99. <laughs> Same <laughs> thing in Colorado. You I could pay it. you could yeah. pay the doctor and for yeah 99 plants but in the in the end if the cops show up and you have 99 you're still going to jail thousand percent they didn't give a fuck and, they, and like it people don't realize how much money and how much time goes into those projects and when they just get ripped down you're like it, it, it hurts your heart it's like hard to survive through that shit so any of the homies that are still getting whacked like that my fucking heart goes out to you because it, it's just not fun and then and then you battle fires the next year is either fire or the fed so Anyway, we we moved down, got out of those like hot ass zones and and uh, those more conservative counties. It was a cool zone. It was like a little a little humble area uh, that like nobody really knew about in the f- out there, and it like fed so much of Sacramento and the Bay Area. And, mm. uh, the people are cool. Everyone's calm. It's not as dangerous. It wasn't hot with the feds at the time. So we home based that place, and and uh, it was split. It's an hour from Tahoe, hour from Sac. So for us, it was it was perfect. It was paradise. And you had already started to see indoor or was this the first time you that's started where we you? started rocking indoor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was in Grass Valley, uh, Grass Valley, uh, Nevada City, Penn Valley. That zone was our was our stomping grounds. Yeah. And uh, um, did delivery services up there for a while, like I said, and that, that was cool. Um, but it just wasn't really our lane, you know, hop, hop back in the, you know, the ag scene and a bunch of bunch of badass ag partners up there too you know a lot of a lot of sick uh vital garden supply like bunch, a bunch of like bad badass uh uh ag based products that are mm-hmm. still relevant today all came out of that area so and then that was all right around the time where we were bubbling you know so that was cool uh, it was a blessing to be fucking with all those dudes and you know for all forever flowering the greenhouse company all those guys were all based out of there too so were you known as green dog at this time by now yeah this is 2014 we started green dog that's awesome wow Damn, dude. Fucking dope. So we started doing Green Dog. and How'd you come up with the name? Uh, it was just like stupid. We had no idea it was ever going to be like anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was uh, music inspired, basically. Okay. Yeah, all music inspired. <laughs> just like oh, yeah. we have bands we listen to. David Grisman, shout out the, <laughs> the real dog. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's where it all started. But uh, yeah, and uh, I, I made it down to SAC, uh, I think 2015, that year after and uh met up with our homies that um we're crushing for a really long time already in the 215 days and you know we right right in 14 we were doing like hem cons and all that other shit just trying trying to network with people and get out there and uh all those like events that now you look back at them all the high time stuff it's like <laughs> they were sick Bro. we had no idea what we had at the time uh, yeah, you know? about that. we had no idea what we had i was but, like wishing it was better but ah, i was like dude. it was if really we could good. redo yeah, it, if we good. could have another five year run like oh, we had on. and just redo it now, though, just one more run, one you, more time. You remember those first chalice like that? Oh, oh yeah, that shit was lit, dude. <laughs> that was a lot so of stress lit. at the that's time. How we met Ted and everybody, man. Sick. Like that's you know, we, and we would go on to like do shows, and we would always be in like the same areas. That's and how we met just you. like, For sure. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's how you meet anybody, right? And so. Um, in these days, so that, that, that I feel like that's where the respect comes from from for certain people. Like if they remember you at those shows, they're like, "Oh, you uh, you you've, you've been, been around, yeah, you've been yeah. here, like you're cool," <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Because if you're still here, then that means something, you know. You're doing something, or kind of right at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of roller coaster to ride. 
but you know what I'm saying? Uh, so going from outdoor to indoor, what's your big take on like how different it is or the different type of grower or the different type of people or like, sir, what's your thought on that? I like everything, dude. My, Night and day. He, well, he, nah, I mean, Keegan will tell you the same thing. That it's cleanliness, bro. If you're clean. If you're clean outside, you're going to be clean inside. You know, if it, you're a clean grower, you're a clean grower. I'm sure you guys have been to scenes. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ, why'd you bring me in here? And he's like, sorry about the mess. You're like, for sure, dude. Like, yeah. shouldn't be giving tours, man. You should be cleaning this spot. I'd be embarrassed mm-hmm. for you. You know, like, it's how you, all the problems start. So if you can keep a clean space, a clean workspace outside, you will fucking crush it inside. The same concept. You know, we're all janitors. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> yeah. glorified janitor. Glorified janitors. I used yeah. to joke and put that out. Yeah, that's a great I, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, the I mean that's this is the truth. Yeah, and at some point we're all glorified fucking contractors or you know kind of mm-hmm. joker contractors. You had to do everything. You know, you had to you had to install your mini splits because you didn't want people coming in your fucking grill. You had to do all your electrical. You had to plumb your tables. You know all that crap. And then you realize once you start getting around people that do it for a living, you're like, man, I'm really not that good at this. <laughs> like I don't do clean work at all. Like you're I like, can make shit work, but it's not good. <laughs> And like that, that was the probably the biggest thing for us transitioning into the rec scene was like, oh, you got to pull like permits to do like, oh, all right. Like working with the city and like navigating those channels, you know, it's like the weed stuff was easy is figuring out how to do all the big boy shit was that was the learning process. Like get getting hooking up with. I mean, now now at this point, I could fake a GC all day, you know, it's like I've built out our spot three fucking times. It feels like, you know, wow. I've done so many of these builds now at this point. It's like, oh, cool. I got this easy. Cool thing about growing though is you get better at every build. So you do one and the next one's different. Conveniences. Yeah. Mm. Little conveniences. You're like, well, well, if I set this up this way, or if I actually keep the dry room really close to the trim room, makes it really, really easy. And I'm not traversing as much fucking space throughout the facility. I'm also not dragging plants throughout the facility. So like you start figuring out like smaller stuff and nuances that help keep it all cracking, you know, keep it all more efficient and it's all getting better as this equipment and tech gets better like dude, mm-hmm. just learning every day to yeah. flip back to when you just started getting into indoor what, what what was it like do you remember back to like what strains were you growing like who what what's going on at the time we were growing ogs and we were growing blue dream dude shout out blue dream indoor uh, bd oh uh, hell yeah uh, a lot of a lot of different cushions and a lot of blue dream and then what kind of took off we we, dude our our buddy had this crazy cut it was from dj shorts original seed release it was uh uh hunted and selected by dr dank but he was his college roommate had the cut kicked it to us as a clone only blueberry muffins so it was like in the same kind of family as the blueberry but it had like almost cookie like a cookie structure it was cool it was like one of the first exotics at the time that we were like really crushing and then uh i would say the the cookies and the candy lands that we hunted is what is what really like started setting us apart from people the the muffins were like the exotics i remember mm-hmm. the candy land for the sure yeah the, yeah the candy land was a i had an s1 yeah i had an s1 and it, it was it was very unique mm-hmm. everyone used to whine about cookies not filling out and this shit would spear up like good og and it was just like almost grapey candy cookie terps yeah that that was cool lost that one very sad very sad but yeah that was that was uh started with the ogs and the blue dreams (laughs) uh 
growing some other weird shit too, some Doctor Who's and some like no, like knockoff perps because I couldn't get the real perp cuts. And then, uh, yeah, it, it's it hard quick, to keep genetics around. Hell yeah, I mean, dude, that's even great strains. Oh, everybody overlooks that. You know, so like, hard. Talk about designing facilities. That's one of the first things you look for. How much veg space you have? <laughs> how much veg space is gonna sustain this whole facility? Are you gonna be taking your own cuts? Are you gonna be intaking stuff? You know, well, it's like you got to be able to stage out four, five, six different rooms. You want to veg in here? Or you want to just veg in place? Like, what, what are you trying to do? It's kind of crazy. It really, it really, uh, uh, is the we we call all of our veg space the 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 basically the heart of the facility. Mm -hmm. You know. No, there's a lot of other guys do the same thing. Well, that's so that's such a great way to put it, because without that, you, you lose everything. Everything, man. Yeah. Everything it keeps you on schedule, keeps you uh, balanced. Um, and I think uh, probably the most therapeutic part of cultivating cannabis, you know, it's most rapid, at least like uh, I think one of the homies that said it, it's like growing weeds, the fastest, slowest job you'll ever have you know you fuck up it takes like two seconds to fuck up and then you stare at it for three fucking weeks you know <laughs> you yeah. look at your mistake for the next three weeks of that growth cycle and you fucking beat yourself up or whatever hopefully you learn from it never do it again that's the idea but it doesn't take long to fuck up <laughs> so are you just on like gas pedal 100 because you have all these guys around you who are just banging indoor out there you know what i'm saying is it just like a full you jumped into outdoor now you're getting full jumped into indoor uh no we were super small indoor at first okay yeah we we had like our little basement blow out getting our feet wet and then it was like a once i moved into sack linked up with our buddy who was running extracts at the time doing all type set type seven you know in the 215 days mm -hmm. and we had a cultivation in the back and we were cracking off in sacramento and that's like pretty much what brought me to sack and i to some extent never left got some really 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 good friends in sacramento um, and that city has always treated us like family, you know, so we, we got a, lo a lot of love for SAC and um, that's another the main reasons we decide to pursue legal spots in SAC as well. It and that's where the outpost is. No, outpost in Santa, Santa Rosa. Rosa, Santa Rosa, yeah, Santa Rosa. So if you're going through there, I mean, that's a fall through for sure. Got to go there. Yeah, it's, it's a cool spot, man. I appreciate it. We just try to put all the homies best weed that we possibly can on the menu. It's yeah. <laughs> a way to hold it down, yeah. though. If it's, yeah. if it's dope, I want it on the shelf for sure. But please, please yep. <laughs> let us let like let us sell the good weed. <laughs> that's, you know, Santa Rosa has a lot of shit, but they didn't have a spot that was putting out like a lot of consistent fire. And that's trying to just fill that hole absolutely yeah. that's why i've heard of it down here in la uh, i mean literally I, i'm seeing awesome. celebrations and i'm just like damn look at the shelf i mean like the amount of brands you guys have from the cultivators you guys have you can tell you've seeked out very specific fire i can just dude. look at it and see <laughs> yeah. oh anyone can see i'm like where that that brand's legal already or did they go legal yet and you guys already have them no nice yeah <laughs> i've seen that multiple times yeah, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, the, we're all legacy kids originally. You know, we're all traditional market kids originally, right? Like, at least the few of us that are left, like, I got to stick together, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, whatever, however you want to paint it, but these these uh, markets are so intertwined. You know, one feeds the other, regardless. So, like the the culture is the most important, and can't keep pushing the envelope. What's the point? Or mm -hmm. if the right people aren't represented in our culture, what's the point? Like. What are we doing this shit for? You know, so I, I'll pay the taxes. I'll I'll pay my dues if this if it's what it takes. You know, I just I hope to be standing with 
you know, shoulder to shoulder with mm-hmm. my other homies that we did that, like we've been doing this with, you know, like uh, all, all the other guys that have gone through the same shit as we have. Uh, and I, I think it's, a, uh, um, I, I think we're all very, very lucky. So I, I don't know. I'll keep just trying, trying different shit. And, um, I, I think we'll keep finding cool shit. You know, is that how green dog spawns to turtle pie, how spawns to these other operations, meaning like, is that how you kind of be used just more passion, wanting to do more projects, wanting to get involved in other things? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, we have the platform and, uh, the homies need the, uh, need the access. Right. So it's like, let's go, dude. It's a collaborative effort at this point. You know, the way that it's all been set up, I mean, you got to come together. There's no way every man could be for himself and, and have a shot. It's like, I got the bones, I got the bones, I got the base, you know, I need the old bay. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think, uh, um, I I think it's a a unique situation, you know? Absolutely. Uh, And I, I don't see many other people like willing to, like i don't know do people get threatened by each other and mm-hmm. it's not like that to me like so you'll never see a green dog logo on anybody else's bags or anything like that i don't want that that's not what it's for man like oh. this is you i want you to win like it's confusing and consumer if there's 11 people's logos on this fucking bag who's it for i don't care they don't care green dog grew it you know like maybe but I don't think so. <laughs> you know like i don't want the the weed is yours the, the cloud is yours like that should be dope for you. You know, like, I don't want to confuse that with anybody. And I, th- I think that's, uh, um, that's helpful for everyone, you know, like shows selflessness. That's for sure. Well, I, I, I don't, uh, um, I wasn't behind the breeding. We just grew the dope. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, we don't need the ego stroke. Like we're good. Like let's keep this shit rocking. You know, that's, wow. that's kind of how our mentality's always been. And it gives us freedom to do like cool shit with green dog you know mm-hmm. like i'm only putting out dope shit i'm not gonna put out runs terps i'm sorry like i don't want to you know i'll, I'll put out other cool shit and and if you fuck with it you fuck with it sick not no hard feelings the turtle pie's got the sick ass terps the gelato x wild ass candy gas if that's what you want like they, they got it all day and it's fire you know like you want other different exotics the more like 41 ish base gelato line stuff like and then just pure out of the absolute everything crazy exotic blueprints got you dude you know like and uh green dog i feel like is a reflection of what we love so mm-hmm. that's that gives us like freedom to take the liberty to um not like force people to have to to buy our weed you know that's like I, i'm still craft no matter how big our spot is like i don't have 2500 lights we're not like that so um that also takes that pressure off you know what I mean? Hmm. So that's how I feel like part of the reason you see people getting so nervous is they built last year in the bubble, you know, and now they're sitting here. They don't have a brand. They have no outlets. They're selling mids as cheap as they can to pay their fucking power bill, you know, and, and I, I like don't feel bad for them. Honestly, that's probably hmm. sounds awful, but I don't like it. You know, like when you basically don't aren't in this for the right reasons and you take other people's money and <laughs> and fool them pretty Genetics, much renaming like, or whatever yeah, yeah, on and on all that kind of shit it, mm-hmm. it, it it's it's bad dude it's like i think it's bad imagery long term and, and that's the people that are struggling right now the people are like oh i don't need to worry about a brand i'm just gonna white label myself like okay good luck wish you the best you know built in a fucking bubble and now everything's tanking and you're fighting to survive like 
every, probably everybody could have told you, told you so a year ago, you know, it's like nobody has free money anymore. Everything's fucking dying with, with, uh, uh, um, what by comparison, but it's like, you go back two years ago, this is a market equalization. This isn't even, mm-hmm. you remember right before like 2018, 100% that, dude, that, that was, that was like no joke. It was very similar too. Like, you say equalization, meaning it's not that we're like, oh, everything's dropping. It's that the people who shouldn't have been in here or the people that came in for the, are, are leaving it. Could you tell us about what we were talking about before this, where you said the renewals, bro, give oh, us that yeah. statistic. That was amazing. Yeah. I, I can't I mean, remember. I can't remember the exact numbers. I don't want to get, but it's on film, but it's like, it's basically like 10% of applicants from Humboldt County <laughs> that went for renewal renewed again this year. Wow. You said it went from like ballpark of it was like three K applicants to like 300 renewals. It's like, so it's like to put in perspective, that's 3000 people last year, about 300 people this year that are operating yeah. farms. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's, uh, it's the, uh, apocalypse basically <laughs> for cannabis yeah well, well it's, and, and for, for that county because it was an artificial flux and, a, and across a lot of markets right so Oof. artificial you know, and it's sad it hits humble at first because that shit was the fucking heartbeat of this industry for the last however long 30 years since 96 or probably since the 70s let's be honest right like humble county has been the mecca for growing weed forever and and they're getting hit the hardest because they're the most rural or whatever the fucking issue is or they got the most blown out or whatever but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Hard to survive for Hard those companies. I what it comes down to. Well, and it's going to, what that's going to cause is the reback swing of either other states are going to try to fill that void <clears throat> or the price is going to jump because there's not enough farms producing like there is now. Right. Cause mm-hmm. now we're going to swing where there is going to be a drought at some point now. Right. There has. I mean, if you go from 3000 farms producing unless every other sure. state is picking up the slack, it was like we were talking about before is the exact same thing happened in Oregon. You know, they they they've already equalized, though, because they had this shakeout and the mass legalization before we did. And it's much smaller market. So the that the uh, uh, fallout is faster, you know, um, so, so yeah, same they, swing. Up so and exactly. Then down. Yeah. They, they bubble. Everyone builds in a bubble. You know, the market's up. They all fucking expand. Everybody gets huge. Take all ne- their profits to expand. <laughs> Next year, it's the way of thinking, if you're an entrepreneur, like just automatic. Yep. Doesn't even feel like you're spending the money. You're like, oh, all this is going to come back. It's an investment. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes you got to take your profits. We learned that. Um, and like. Small and efficient guys like us have been doing this for over 10 years. We see this like just think about it. It just usually only happened in in August, you know, this. (laughs) But we never saw it like how it happened. I don't think any industry has. No, but if you look at the flux and just like how everything tanked bottom and then it just (laughs) shot back up. You know what I mean? And then now, of course, it's got to equalize and, you know, even out. Because we're not far off from where it was before pandemic, right. like pre-pandemic. This was the like only difference pretty is, normal. The only difference is the increase in production. Agreed. Yeah, there's, that's there's the more big weed. difference. A yeah. ton more. There's more weed for sure. Alarming more, and there's an alarming more amounts of lights going up. Yeah, like that are already too far along in production that they're not going to turn back. No, they're not. So. It's going to come. And we're in downtown LA. Yeah, we're right in LA. The Fresh Trees Art Gallery. By the way. You know, know what it is. But that's, we love LA. Let's talk about Athena, one of the number one nutrient companies in the world. Athena Nutrients. Black Leaf, tell them how you use IPM in your garden. 
Athena IPM, one of the best products out right now for IPM management. This product passed testing for legal facilities and is what is what I use in my garden. Blackleaf approved Athena IPM. This product and all other products, athenaag.com. Go check them out. Appreciate you guys. Hello guys, Alex here, owner of Mango Tech Store. We are the house of Trollmaster. We are the house of Thinkbro. Whether you're growing commercially, growing at home, or growing in a tent, we got you. Come see us. We got the best pricing, best customer support. Nobody can beat us. Mango Tech. Like I said before, with the house of Trollmaster and with the house of Thinkbro, we got the new lifters in-house. Order up. But yeah, fuck but man, up. rewinding back, like how long were you like in Grass Valley before you jumped a sack and like pretty much started debut? Is that when you started debuting Green Dog? Nah, we were already, I was trapping you, hard to all the dispensaries all throughout the state, like since 14. So you already Green Dog? Yeah, oh yeah. Grass Valley. 15 drops. Yeah, even you know, those first drops were all coming out of like a, a we had two six lighters in a basement. Killing it. Awesome. Yeah, they're dope. It was dope. Quality. I posted a picture of one of them a long time or like uh, three or four days ago. It was funny. I had the air cool hoods and shit. It was funny. Was like, dang, oh, that's yeah. dope. Dang, yeah, the weed bro. was good. Weed was good. Really good. Yeah, weed was good. Weed Small was batch. really good those yeah. days. In those days. Yeah, we we was good. Yeah. What were the first strains you started putting out as Green Dog? Uh, like I was saying before, is blueberry that, like, that blueberry muffins and the the Candyland is where we like really like such took a our great stride. strain. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Uh, uh, when I was doing the OGs and the Blue Dreams and stuff, that was mostly we were like feeding our delivery service, and then we were like, ah, why don't we start? you know, branching out. And then that like kind of how I developed this uh, cohesive market. Cause a lot of those dudes that we were working with when we were pulling up with fucking duffel bags and selling them everything are the same dudes that are now at management levels out of most of these, like most of these or ownership levels still at a lot of these stores. So it's been, it's been cool to like come full circle. Like a lot of these guys, we, you know, still hang out. Let's say a grower brings you a, a turkey bag. He wants to show you some flour like you brought us these jars. What do you look for in a strain to be like, yo, I want to put this on the shelf of our dispensary or this is something I want to smoke on. Like, what do you look for in your weed? Like something that's like this fire. Uh, any, I mean, it's so, it's so hard to say. Uh, I, like, cause if you show me a fire batch of something that's like, not exotic but it's still fucking dope i'm gonna be hyped for you like good weed is good weed man like i agree when You're people a grower bust, yeah. Well, yeah when you bust out <laughs> something dope like i'm I, I like i was like oh shit you got, got some silver haze there like that shit smells like it's gonna make my palms sweat you know <laughs> like that that's cool for sure that's cool but it's not something i'm gonna want to smoke a zip of or even mm-hmm. smoke more than a joint or two you know like uh so what me, do you look for in that if, if i can smoke it non-stop Okay. If I can pretty much smoke it nonstop, I'm like, yeah, smoke okay. one and you want to roll another one. You're like, oh, I don't mind that. And that's where this this Magnum, I started getting that with this Magnum I'm smoking right now. It's like, it, it gives me that grapes mouth salivate, you know, like what old school fucking GDP used to do. It just like makes your mouth water, you know, and and like I, I hit it, smoke it. We just tested it. the first time I've ever had it out of our spot in like any mm. sort of quantity. I did a little tester and I was like, all right, it's cool. I, you know, it's hard to like make a judgment on a tester plant though. And then we actually ran five lights of it. And this is from that five lights and rolled up the first little joint wet as fuck straight in the bag. And like, not even, not even trimmed or processed yet. And we we're like, Oh shit. Trimmed up another one, smoked it again. We we're like, all right, this one's good. 
Like this one, this one, this one's good. I grabbed Jordan. I was like, let's smoke this. And he was the one that's like, dude, it's making me salivate. I was like, okay, like, all right, we got a good one here, boys. So key that you guys smoke, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's important, right? You got to smoke weed. <laughs> I mean, can't a, tell me shit's good. A lot of growers don't over that. A lot of, a lot of growers don't. Bro, I remember as a kid, like seventh grade, the like older, like the older It's like kid, a chef not tasting his food, right? The, he he wouldn't smoke tree. And I was like, I won't buy weed from you, dude. Like the fact you that can't you trust don't them. smoke tree. Yeah, I, I'm not going to buy weed from you. <laughs> I think that's a big thing. You know, I think that'll be a big thing in uh, the marketing and the in the uh, legacy brands and all that that are coming to market and want to stick around is that you got to showcase the fact that, um, you know, you taste your recipe. Sure. Sure. You know, you, you trust your, your recipe because yeah. mm. if you don't try it or use it, why would you care about what's in it? Preach that. I mean, that's a hundred percent true. I agree with you, dude. That's why I fuck with Doja so much with his tasting parties. It's like gas, bro. <clears throat> Get everybody around. We're all going to smoke it together. Is this fucking dope? Yeah, it's fucking dope. Let's go. <laughs> and you're referencing that they just had the per the permanent marker he just dropped. Hell yeah. And he's like doing a testing, a tasting party uh, where he basically invited a bunch of big brands to be like, yo, this is the new hype strain that we know is a 10 for us. And t tell me what you think of it. Yeah. I mean, that's epic. Amazing. I yeah. love it. And there's just like nothing to hide. Same thing. He's like, this is this is good weed. Massive shout out, Doja, man. Yeah. Massive um, shout out, Aficionado, as well for genetics. I mean, you it's all turtle pie. I took killing it. Took their took the magnum opus to their turtle pie, and that was their selection. And this was our second time running it. It's a it's a winner. You'll it's see. literally grapes. Yeah, it's and grapes. Gas. Yeah, it's grapes. Yeah, you'll you'll see it out. I'll, I'll drop it as a magnum turtle in the in the <laughs> turtle pie packaging. <laughs> magnum, magnum turtle. turtle. They right. used they used to drop it back in the day in a in a bag that looked like a magnum condom, but I don't think they're gonna let us do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the turtle, bub. Yeah, yeah, they won't let us do that. Damn, dude. So so when you guys are hunting strains and you guys for different brands, are you you're involved in all that? For like uh, a, a lot of it, yeah, 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 a lot of it, yeah. We do uh, same. Like we'll do internal tasting parties. Don't not always market it. How like, you predict the market? How are you were like, okay, we need to buy these seeds, or we need to start popping the chems times the OGs, <laughs> or we need to steer away from the chem. People want the candy. How do you, you know what I'm saying? Like when do you know to? Bro, I swim upstream. I don't know. I do. Yeah. Uh, we do like our own thing, and if it works, fuck yeah. Like if you fuck with us, sick. If you don't, that's okay. Like I, I'm not mad. You know, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I'd, instead of chasing the tail. Yeah. The market does everything. Mm -hmm. We just, we're just swimming upstream. We're doing crazy shit. Just try to keep pushing it. You know, I want, I want the next like Skittles. Skittles fucking is amazing. I love Z and you, like Z did a lot of crazy shit for this industry. Still you know, like then setting the bar for all these crosses. Mm -hmm. Shout out Terry Pogs, dude. Shout out Skittles, Tony Mendo. That crew fucking did a lot of cool shit for this industry. Greener you fields. Know? You know what? Yep. Greener fields. Yeah. Hell yeah. All, all those homies, dude. And, and, uh, like the sh same with the Sherb. Sherb's another one of those that I think of. That's like that's like the Z. Like mm -hmm. you guys remember when Sherb came out? Like that shit was like mind blowing. Bay dude. Area oh. staple. Oh my god, that yeah. Sunset Sherbert, dude. That shit was changed purple. Yeah, shout right, out Jigga, all those boys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It changed the uh, purple. It changed everything. Yes. Yeah, it changed everything. Like I, the I, flavor I, of purple. Yeah, it was like a new twist on purple, and mm -hmm. and that it, you never really saw purple come too strong back after that the closest we had was cookies and it wasn't cookies no you know like mm -hmm. it it was it was a uh i think game changing you know so for like, sure 
I mean, RS11, another one. Fucking game changer. Absolutely game changer. There's strains that <laughs> spiral the industry off in a different direction. So, like, when a strain like Skittles hits, the industry changes. You yeah. literally watch it shift towards that terp. Yeah. Now you hit the RS11. Now it's going to the right. Yeah. And it's shifting again towards this kind of flavor. And when <laughs> there's certain the strain, yeah. but it's based yeah. off of one strain that sure. hits that changes that GDP. When that hit, when the haze hit, it's like that terp and that strain is so prominent that it literally steers the industry. Thousand percent, dude. And That's dope though. I, I think it's awesome, you know, and, yeah. I, and I think that next one, you know, like, the Zope, same thing. Ping like in that family. The next new like Tropicana cookies. All, uh, also another crazy one that had its fucking day. You know, these are like, guys finding these strains too in like tents and in garages and small yeah. grows to like empower these small guys. They're literally getting buying the seeds, finding this strain, and being like, "Hey, breeder, you got to see this thing." And then they release like a Tropicana, like you're saying, yeah. and it gets to the whole industry. It's like crazy how it changes everything. My my number one dude, uh, Al, Al Organics, small batch wizard, bro. Shout out Al. Shout out Hash <laughs> Assassins. Uh, that's my boy, dude. He, he fucking kills it. Mm -hmm. And same thing. Super small batch, true small batch. And he's ripping through hella gear all the time. Like I, the, 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 People don't understand that takes a lot. When you're testing shit in your tents, like especially when your livelihood is is that next harvest bro like you're giving up space for your family to potentially eat you got a problem you seed something like you pop like you stress you know like the it's, market doesn't want those eight phenos that look for mediocre sure, for sure you know so you now take what? risks exactly like people don't understand like it takes a lot when you because so much half of the shit that we come out with goes in the trash can you know it's like oh Oh, sorry, man. That's a that is a spliffer right there. That yeah, this is, huge. is this is the RS11 with tell us what's in yeah the lab and everything on this. Uh, this is this is a wormhole, bro. That smokes so hash. nice. Yeah, it's have a hashes moon drops with the Doja RS11. This one, this one. Let's see, man. Who did that? Artisan, artisan. Have yeah. hash moon drops times Doja RS11. Obviously grown by you guys. Or no? Yeah, that yeah, that was a, a batch that we did. Yep. Wow, batch of RS11, and it's got the wooden tip, and it's rolled small to bit. Yeah, RS11 times moon drops, fire, bro. Yeah, have a hash wormhole. Is a forty three percent THC and terpy as hell. Fifty one percent cannabinoids because of how much terps. That means there's like, bro, that's seven to eight percent, nine percent terps on a joint. I mean, it's a it's a pretty good little dinger. That shit's <laughs> that is more than a little dinger. That, yeah. That's a fucking day changer. That's a cannon right there. Yeah, well, day changer. That's one way to look at it. Mind eraser. We we fucking we smoke big joints, and it's like hard to <laughs> it's hard to put out like a wreck roll that like emulates the kind of inputs that we would want to normally smoke. Like, so this is a wreck market product that yeah. you can buy at your shop. Oh yeah, yeah. They're Bro. they're all they're available all over the place. Look at that thing. Look at it. Would you just look at it? Just there look at it. <laughs> Shout, out Ed, Shout out Ed Bassmaster. <laughs> Bro, nah, but these are I mean, there are people, and that's the thing is you curate your store so well, bro, because there are products in the rec market that are really up to snuff these days, but a lot of shops don't curate those products because they don't make enough on those or they don't sure. it's you know, or it's there's just not enough. Sure. But you guys at the outpost and and when you like look look at this i mean what a great collab bro this is smoking so fire shout out artists and canagars they went from canagars to this like i love this oh yeah i'm not a big canagar guy but nah. this is 
top notch. Yeah, those those the Canagars are for like a bachelor parties. Yeah, or there like, you go. You know, novelty. Four twenty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something something where you're gonna smoke it with like twenty fucking people. Yeah. You know, like just light it up and pass it. Yeah. These these I are think great. We have one of their tie sticks. Or yeah. Right? On uh, in Denver, we smoked like a tie stick. Yeah. On yeah, four twenty at the Capitol in Denver. Artisan's been around for a minute. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, oh, they've they've been, been around forever. Yeah. They're prop two fifteen. I should burn for like two and a half hours. I believe it. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <laughs> they they were always in the Jungle Boys too. They were one of the top brands that did like a cool product for Jungle Boys. So you let's say this man. Let's say you find a new strain and you're like, we know this is a winner. What do you do then? You got to get it in production, start no. vegging it out. Like what's uh, the actually, no, we do. Well, yes, for sure. We'll, we'll on the back end. We will, but just to make sure we're right, we'll start to like seed it with kids, you know, oh. put it, put it out and just not say anything and just like, let people kind of like reaffirm that we got a good one, you know, I'm like, ah, just like, check this out. Test smoke the it, smoke it. Let me know what you think, you know? And if you get a lot of that really good feedback, be like, Hey dude, what the fuck was that? What did you give me? Like, Oh, nice. Dude, like, I, I take free samples, so <laughs> yeah, to, I signed me up. Dude, I brought the full jars just for you guys. Yeah, so. if you brands didn't know, Pat Gods is a. I mean, he is though. Nah, he not is all brands. No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you're a tastemaker. He's an ultimate tastemaker. Like I, a lot of times, I'll put strains in front of him and see his thoughts on it because he definitely is one of the pickiest smokers I've run into ever. And not just picky to be picky, picky because he knows what is what. And I mean, honestly, because like. What about that now? So, so you, you're a grower and now we have this whole thing where like the market's so crazy and shifted that it's almost like you need a tastemaker also <laughs> on your, on your crew, someone that can say like, no, we need terps like this or we, because like you grow for yourself a green dog, like you said, who helps you with curating the other strains So uh, for you, the other brands? Oh, it's like they, these guys all do their own projects. Oh, really? Yeah, they're always yeah. Like Turtle Pie does all their own breeding. He brings in-house. you the strain. Yeah, he'll bring he'll bring us stuff that they've ripped through and tested, and then we'll run it in our rotation and make another selection based on how it works for us. And they're usually pretty well, pretty great. Like right now, we're running through a bunch of shit for Ryan for Doja. We got a bunch of his like first generation projects that he worked on with uh, Duke Herb or uh, Duke Doja is one of his his, yep. uh, his original partner. Yeah, Rusty. Yep. Shout out Rusty. So we just ripped through a bunch of his stuff. True collaboration, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They give us, you know, like the wow. stuff that they've tested yep. in the greenhouse or made initial selections. Then we run it indoor to, you know, see, see if it can hang. And then we'll all do like a little smoke fest little hang make sure it's good make sure it's but that's like a true curation that's not just like hey man what do you got that we can call ours it's literally like they've but i love that 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 meant that's the reason they're where they are and you're where you are in the industry yeah no we don't we we don't do the re-rock everybody re-rocks are we do (laughs) re-rock i like i keep hearing that yeah no it's true yeah it's no fun man Uh, but yeah that's that's just just boring there's plenty of cool crazy weed out there it's like just be creative what are but, you smoking on these days? What's your go-to? Uh, triple Lindy. I've been, I've been smoking Lindy. I, I'll smoke that Maracuya. That shit slaps. That one's a good one. Uh, and then anytime we have dog breath or the gas tanker, that's usually what we all smoke. Gas. What's the dog breath? Uh, dog breath is a... Uh, so we, we ran out the motor breath 15. It's a, it's an F4. So we, we, we took down. And it, it's cool. It's... It's really, really uh, uh, stable, which that one was a little scary. So. Motor breath times motor breath inbred four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MB15. Bro, yeah. So that's just, so. you've glazed over. That's gasoline. I mean, like, that's a, what a two year project, year and a half project. Oh God, dude. Yeah, it took a long time. Maybe th- three. Yeah, I mean, it took, it was, yeah, three wow. years. 
probably three years. Wow. Jeez, uh, and it's a cool one. Uh, super, su- it grows super chemi, uh, like chem structure, and then has the gas. So like it, it's a, for us, it's like <laughs> eye, <laughs> eye burners, dude. Like it's good. It's good. And then uh, a gas tanker is a allorganic selection. That shit's fire. And that's a sour dub cross to the motor breath. So that was one that Al selected that we run. That one's fucking awesome. Like the sour dub is can't like candy sour almost. And uh uh the motor breath is the selection Al made is like all gas, all OG. So that one's great. Uh we used to do the heat wave, not not so much anymore. Um, but it's a little ugly, but fuck dude, it's so strong. It's the strongest weed I've ever smoked in my life. It's What's about the heat wave? Yeah. Heat wave is a face off OG. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, across to Dosi. Archive. Wow. Yeah, archive. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Archive. Yeah, yeah and, for sure. And Dosi, what is what makes up with Dosi? Doesn't it isn't it face off times Dosi is Girl Scout? Damn, I don't know. Is it face now off you ask, Face off GSC, I think. Face off Girl Scout. Yeah, I that think. sounds right. But something so that's interesting. Yeah, so, that's Great. something like that. I don't know off the top of my head. Man, I see though. That's purple. Alien guys. Labs made that strain fucking crazy. That's for sure. Planet Dosi. <laughs> yeah, I had the NorCal cut. We used to rock it. It was fun. I still have it. Do you really? I have both of them. I don't. Yeah, I, the, I like the other cut that he put out. The second, the eighteen, the Dosi eighteen, or that's like oh okay, the more gassy cut. Okay, I held that back out of the two. I was like, that's the one. That Holy was the one shit. from Fletcher. I don't know how it just got out there. Everyone kept saying this is the, the there's the NorCal Dosi and then the Dosi 18 or eight. It's one of the two, but it's like a number. And I'm like, okay. And that, that one, I was insane. In mm. my opinion, that one's like gasoline. Mm. One's cookie with some gas. The other one's gas with some cookie. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah. take them both. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dosi is good. It's just like, it's another one of those ones that kids just stop liking fast. So like, yeah. All right. Bummer. It was cool. So while she lasted. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah you don't see many batches of like good batches of dosi hitting mm-hmm. right now. Nah. Even like uh, I'll see peanut butter breath every once in a while. I'm like, oh, that's just cool. Like you Variation. always forget about it, and then someone brings it back and you're like, oh nice, that's just gas. Yeah. Like yeah. good batch of that stuff is cool. But small yielder too. So yeah, it's like, like little all passion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all, all passion. passion. This that's is a all great passion. way to put it. Yeah. I tried to grow it and I was like, oh, oh. it's like an an ounce <laughs> max per plant, even on a like a mom. I was like, wow, this is a rough one, but it looks beautiful. Looks beautiful. Smells insane. So so talk about when you got to SAC, you said you were in the back of an extraction lab, right? Doing your thing. Talk about that journey, though, that led up to it, because like you've managed to do a lot and accomplish a lot. And I know a lot of people listening, like, you know, it's inspiring that how far you've came and you you've done it the right way, you know? So as I mean, it's commendable, especially with your size and even with the outpost in Santa Rosa now and mm-hmm. all these other things that have come from it. It's uh, it's pretty dope to see. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you, man. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, it's been a learning process. That's for sure. Uh, kind of learn the hard way. Like all of us, kind of fail upwards. Got to be doing it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. We we're, we're uh, um, our spot, <clears throat> the the lab up front. We were in South Sac. Uh, uh, maybe 300 yards from the green zone. So that spot wasn't a lot. Like I, I basically couldn't, I couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I couldn't get a CP on it. I wasn't going to be able to pull paperwork on it. We weren't going to be able to legally operate in that spot. So kind of like initially took the wind out of our sails and then we just started grinding and looking for property and seeing what we could find. Um, 
the best advice I could give is and know what you don't know and mm. fucking partner with good people that you can trust that can take care of shit that you don't know, <laughs> you know, and that that's a, uh, been a very helpful for us. You How know? do you find those people? Uh, How did you hunt? You know? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm a firm believer in fate, man. Uh, and like good energy and treating people well, you know, like you, you put out what you get back. So like, I, I feel like you keep a, a solid network or eventually that shit's just organic, you know? And, mm-hmm. and now we just got a group of basically of our friends, <laughs> you know, we fully owner operated. We got no investors, no daddy's money, nothing. So, we'd, uh, we're really proud of what what we built. You know, we're not the biggest, uh, but we're always trying to be the best. So uh, I, I like basically am blessed that we have such good partnerships with such close friends that um, that shit all comes first. You know, and uh, the mutual goals is also makes it easy. You know, it's like, hey, we we're, we're just trying to win. <laughs> we're just trying to win, and, let, and, let, and let's get after it. So, uh, definitely, uh, uh, not something that can happen overnight, but I, I really just believe that we were in the right place at the right time and, and got lucky, you know, we were, we were able to, uh, uh, <laughs> weather through all the fucking, the, the nights where you don't think you're going to make it, where you don't think you're going to be able to pay your fucking rent on your building. You know, we were able to get through it without like, without breaking, you know, mm. and I, and, uh, my team is fucking badass. We're a small group, but with like everybody, everybody fucking goes to bat for each other, and every everybody, uh, we would none of us would be able to do what we do without each other. So, um, I'm just grateful that uh, we were able to, you know, link together on the same kind of tip and uh, hire the people that could do the shit that we couldn't. You know, and that's that's pretty much like we we linked up with homie Chris, who was just on the podcast, Hickok. We we went. He's been our attorney for eight years, bro. Shout out Chris Hickok. You know what I mean? So like having good mentors and good advice and good people around you make, make the rest, you know, uh, uh, a lot smoother, you know? Yeah. Like at, at the end of the day, it's easier for all of us to go in the grow and, and like, that's what we grew up, you know, like that's how we came up last 10 years. We're farmers, man. And then, Chris can focus on keeping you safe while you focus on doing what you do. Yeah. Well, and, but now it's even me, I got to bump out and do, I do administrative work. You know what I mean? You got so much other shit. Like it's now selling weed. Isn't even just easy anymore. You know, like that's thankfully that's the one thing that, that like is, uh, uh, like just fluid, you know, mm-hmm. it's no problem. That never changes, but like, yeah, the, the whole, uh, uh, accountability for each other, you know, you don't, just don't have to worry about it. it. Like takes a lot of that guesswork out because that, that's all it really is. Trust man. Like that, that's why I, it scares me to see people sign away their companies or do X, Y, Z with these people that just don't fucking know, you know, like, and, uh, it, it, it's it's uh i get it like no no like hate or nothing like do do what's best for you mm-hmm. always but yeah a lot of that shit just i don't think you know it, it, the, the second the passion dies so is the company or anything it's worth same with the brand you know like a lot of people like nobody else could be black leaf nobody else could be pack gods you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah 
So no I don't want to be. Yeah, fuck no, dude. It's got to be your idea, the, you know? Yeah, yeah and the minute the trajectory takes any type of flatness or dip that everyone wants to jump off board instead of you being like, no, this is my life. This is just how this is going to go. Down, up, sideways, left, right. You know, like, in my opinion, for, for him, it's yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you'll rock with it no matter how low it gets. If the, the market drops to bottom zero, you'll still be green dog. Oh, for sure. A thousand percent. Yeah. We'll still be putting out dope. Still be putting out weed. You know what I mean? It's, it's all good. I, again, like the, the fact that I don't have an insane like uh, uh, pressure to have to pay unreasonable bills, you know, makes it really easy. We're, like, like I said, we're craft, man. I want to keep it that way. I don't need to. I don't need 4,000 lights. Like that, that's just where everything gets scary. <laughs> you know, and uh, hopefully, eventually, California does or uh, uh, the U.S. does federally legalize in some capacity, and these dudes that have overbuilt their facilities, everyone still wants California weed. Yeah, but it's just like wine. You know, the best wine doesn't leave Napa. The best cabs don't leave Sonoma. You know, the best dope still doesn't leave California. It's gonna be the same way, I think. Those renewals you're talking about, those farms are still operational. They just lost the license, so yeah, whether, it just didn't renew. They're probably still rocking. I hope they are. Or you know? it's open land, ready for another brand that's successful to step in and help. Sure make sure it's continues <laughs> sure there's a lot of facilities opening up right now for successful brands to step in yeah yeah definitely we're we're uh i get i'm getting the emails every day now so fucking whatever facility xyz square feet you're like oh jesus <clears throat> turnkey this much you know, like, probably getting more and more huh oh yeah like it mm. used to be like once a week now it's like every day and this just started crazy it's so like random, like random distros and yeah, yeah, you, not really many cultivations. Sometimes a store, but the stores usually get snapped up pretty quick. Retailers are still valuable, even though they don't make money. They're still valuable. How do people start to work for you? If you're like a young grower and you want to learn from Green Dog, I mean, you, you're such a skilled grower, like for nah, someone to dude, come I'm in. No, but I mean, like for some young guy to come in and be like, I want to work with someone where I can scale and like, like learn from these guys. Like you get a lot of DMs of like, hey, bro, are you hiring? Hey, yeah, bro, yeah we do. I? We do. Uh, and I would say 90% of the people that hit me up like that, I'm I'm just like, you send them an email, shoot me a resume, you know? That's uh, dope. And it, sometimes it works out. We, we got a couple of kids on the staff that have hit me up like that. You know, honestly, I don't want to open up my TMs for that. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like it's. Yo, hit green no. dog, though. <laughs> no. Especially yeah. if you're from Vermont. Yeah, exactly. No, definitely don't hit me up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just out because you get that a lot, right? And, and like, he's looking for learn. new growers. <laughs> yeah. To be able to learn from someone like you. Uh, make that's a man out of we, you, man. Yeah. We, we like, we like young, young kids that can bang, dude. It's just like, it's it's hard work. And it people, is. people don't realize it. So, I don't, let's. Not, not, uh, uh, we have a very small, intimate team, and mm. our, our guys stick with us, man. We take good care of our people, you know, we care about our team. So, uh, we, we don't have a lot of, uh, turnover, you mm -hmm. know. So, that's like, if I could hire everybody that hit me up, I would, but I can't, you know. Um, no, nah, hit them up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you better come with that heavy resume uh, if you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, it's, it's cool, man. We got, we got a very sick ass team. I, the, yeah. My, my partners, Elliot and Keegan, uh, they, they run the, the facility. They keep it fucking run a tight ship. Shout out my boy, Lou dog, everybody over there, do the whole crew there. It's a, it's a badass team. It's all family. 
You know. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. It's all um, talk about the time of Green Dog, like the timeline of how long it took for everything to start aligning team wise, build outs, licensing, and really like, you know, being able to offer the value you offer now, you know, to other brands and stuff like that. Well, uh, so I, I signed the lease of my new building in 17. Um, or that, or the, sorry, the, the. That was the start of the journey. That was the start of the, yeah, the reaction. Just so journey. people can get a yeah. realistic idea. Of yeah, what it, you know, took it took about a year to build out, uh, and then in 2020, um, March 12th, we had a catastrophic roof collapse in that building. Um, and, uh, it was really scary, honestly. Right when COVID started. Right when COVID After started. a year of paying rent while you're doing the build out. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, that that shit sucked, um, and we were it was. Happened on a Thursday, I believe, and we were moving in. We had all of our cuts staged and ready. We were moving 6,000 cuts. We were moving in on Monday, you know, to, like, actually fill the whole facility out. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, dude, sick to your stomach. It was horrible, man. Like, like I'm talking catastrophic. Like, a, a AC unit that's supposed to be on the roof was in my hallway. <laughs> and they had to – They had to, it was all, it was all um, the fault of a structural engineer. Oh yeah, he uh, basically called for a cantilever, and he he, he mirror imaged the suite next door to mine. Didn't do a site visit, showed a cantilever where it wasn't. Did all of his, all of his calcs off structural support that didn't exist, and all of our units were exactly where they were supposed to be on the plan. City signed off. I was BOP'd, inspected, occupied everything, and this shit fucking my 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 homie Joe. He was on the roof. He starts going. He calls me, and we we, we think we're hearing running water. I was like, this is, we're talking like 34 inch by, by a, a foot and a half glue laminate, like massive 160 foot span pieces of lumber, like not off your shelf shit. Like this is a huge stadium building. It's a 108,000 square foot building. It's it's not small. So it, yeah. If it falls, it kills people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like literally we we're we think we're hearing running water. So we're like tripping, walking around. My buddy's aunt Keegan is on the lid. Elliot's inside on the lid of the boxes on, on top of our cooler boxes. And uh homie Joe calls me and he's like, Yo, uh, get the fuck out of Suite 300. Your roof's collapsing. And I'm like, ha ha ha. And, you know, funny joke, yeah. Joe. And he's like, No, get the fuck out. Everybody get the fuck out. And I can like instantly tell in his voice, I was like, Oh shit, all right, bet. So, so like running around the building calling everybody to get the fuck out and literally we just watched the roof slowly fall wow yeah that these guys they pulled two cranes like a 300 and ton, uh 300 something ton crane and a 240 ton crane because the, the one one crane needed another crane to pull the counterweights off just to fucking set it up it was so big so they had to get these things up and these dudes straight cowboy shit hop on the basket like a man basket with fucking straps and a harness and just start looping looping up these cultiva package units and ripping them off one by one off the lid to try to pull some weight off while the mm-hmm. fucking thing's collapsing so it was dude it was insane it was like the worst probably the one of the worst days of all of our lives over there and <laughs> so so the sound of running water was actually was, was uh, lumber failing yeah it was like these be- yeah, breaking, yeah, yeah slowly yeah. cracking it was, dude it was i don't know how else to describe it but that's Holy what it sounded shit. like we had some fucking this lt from uh from local sack fire department come and you know, everybody came out after it went like every city official you can imagine i had like everybody the everyone wants to see that code enforcement it was like a a zoo it was horrible it's like get get these people out of here it's terrible 
Like watching my dreams crumble. You yeah. Know? And your grows open to open, open air. Oh, completely. Like, open air com- straight into your grow dude, rooms. Completely. But everything. Everything. Why do that? It's ruined. It's a 1700 square meter sunroof. By so the you're end doing of it. like, we got to we gotta try to make this like salvageable, some of this. We oh, got to move moms. We oh, got to. Oh, dude, we start. No, we're like unplugging recipes. We're like pull, pulling tech out of IO boxes, pulling all the expensive shit out of our fucking systems. We're just trying to save stuff that Before we knew it comes was going to. down on it. Yeah. We, like the, the city had it closed off me and fucking keegan were running through ducking ropes trying to fucking grab anything we could to get out of there it was like it was shitty man it was like it was really shitty and uh thing went uh, thankfully uh we were able to pull insurance in the middle of COVID on it somehow we got it all re- but dude they had to pull out all my ti and we had to i had to rebuild the suite again oh i completely redo the entire suite basically basically uh uh 75% of the grow rooms i had to pull lights came tables came back up all the boxes came out like it was it was no joke dude it was fucked and insurance doesn't cover that no they just you're, but you're a manual timer and your time no, no, of yeah, resetting no we we had it was all an insurance job so it was all yeah th- thankfully thankfully these guys all ripped this shit out and uh, i was terrified as middle of covid we weren't we didn't know if people were going to be able to work remember it was like during that period so it was just like oh nice this is sick so five months later basically rebuilt september we took occupancy back and and been kind of hitting strides ever since things have been going really fucking great over there had a couple couple hiccups with the building again with the roof going and shit we're like wow just so kind of you got like ptsd now i was just gonna say thousand percent now i peep structural everywhere i go like all my lumber and shit is now it's like all fresh and clean it makes me feel okay but like we had to put two spare columns to hold because this thing's sheared at the bucket dude and i'm talking like it's it's like a uh type of piece of lumber where if it detaches falls it smoked a group of people you yeah. know like how long was it from the time you knew to the time you got out of the building to where it collapsed uh, like how long have you been out of the building where like you're just watching and just so it, it like it didn't happen all of a sudden or it happened. The initial fall was was slow and then it dropped really like d- like dramatically. And then the electrical rack, the run, the power run held up the roof mm. for a couple hours while the dudes were doing crane work. And it just like slowly sagged. The ra- it like oh, it wow. was like a, a moon landing, dude. It like touched down gracefully. Would have been a lot worse if you wouldn't have pulled some of those AC units off of there and stuff like that. Dude, too. Yeah, it those, guys down, down. those guys didn't go up there and do that cowboy shit, which is like, keep in mind, like nobody. At, these were just the HVAC dudes like and, and like honestly some of the most gangster dudes trying to help meet. they're just bosses bro they like fucking hop up on the bucket on the crane dude and just lassoing fucking these units and ripping them off the roof one at a time and you got to pull them up and like sections of the lid will come off and they're impacting fucking ripping off what they're actually connected to like because they have collars that they sit on on the lid you know so it's it's it was wow. gnarly. it was gnarly and they can't know? even stand on the roof so they're no, doing no, it from no. like they're a from a man they're like from, to, yeah they're from on a man basket shit. on a crane like dangling <laughs> <laughs> it was like crazy shit to watch you know but they they saved our roof a thousand percent joe for sure and he's Dog. like he's saying he's downloading material too because he's like yo if this room's about to go down it's going to crush all this electrical what are we going to lose are we going to lose all of our data from grow rooms like you know you start thinking about all the other outfall like our fallout and what it's gonna what the ripple effect five months Scary. so five months to that day and you're back up and running yep september 25th it was about six yeah something like that so we went back in and yeah it's been pretty sweet ever since that's what uh in that time it was when uh uh 
Ryan and uh, Wiz were and Dio, they're like just dropping a lot of that, the RS11. So um, we started rocking the RS11 and the 54 for those dudes. That shit was fire. It's great weed, dude. Absolutely. Candy gas. Candy gas. Different take, though. Different. For sure, different. You know, potent. Potent. Enjoyable. Really fun to grow, both of them, honestly. They're sick in the rooms. Nasty strains. Um, Then, yeah, we'd like kind of talking to our other like homies in our immediate network that were just like, let's get after it, you know? And it was kind of all history from there. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, sweet next door is blueprint. Mm. And uh, got a new small spot. That'll be done the end of uh, September. It'll be fun. And it's all breeding projects. So, so R and D, uh, any brand R and D, or is it going to yeah. be just all back end? Yeah, all all branded R and D. Yeah, awesome. Uh, doing a project right now with uh, uh, Symbiotic. Uh, shout out Mike. Shout out the Village. Shout out Vince. You know, the whole gate, the whole crew. Other sack homies. Um, ripping through some of their gear right now. We got some cool shit coming from them. Um, he dropped the kombucha kombucha yeah i got that, that. Was fire i got that yeah that's rd yeah, yeah the, the pheno he selected is good and i'm all their shit does really really well for hash really really good for rosin and stuff i don't know if you ever see that amarillo and mm-hmm. and hash rosin it's like yeah. kind of it's kind of wild i haven't it's seen different. the amarillo yeah that's just that's just what's cool. it like i don't know how to explain it it's, it's good though the one i had was like musty oranges but but like citrus but not orange but it was definitely funky funky and gassy mainly funky gas with some like citrus behind it yeah i haven't smelt much that smells like it you know so like yeah kind of complex of, yeah kind of unique like maybe even a little papaya ish ish you know like I, I don't know it's hard to describe kush clinic used to have a big drop of it they mm. would always have yeah well, you were, I mean, the village, which is known for like Purple Punch and some of his breeding projects before that. Oh, yeah. I mean, talking about great guys, too. Oh, yeah. Dude. It's a cool project. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those guys are badass. Yeah, for sure. Badass. Hard workers. So you're just going to be popping seeds left and right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already are. And the new spot is going to just be a safe spot to do that. <laughs> are you going to release any of the flower from that spot? Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. I want, I want to find cool shit. At yeah. Outpost or where? Yeah. Most likely are going to do like a bunch of, so we're trying to do something similar to the event that we just had, which was for our one year anniversary. We're trying to do something like bi-monthly where it's like a specialty brand collaboration strain release. So we do something where it's like a brand feature and a new strain that the, the brand wants to drop at the store and kind of give it the, the, um, the spotlight for, whatever for the you know week or two that it's exclusive to the shop before they release it if they release it or take small drops just at the store i think i think that'll be really fun and uh give something like more interactive where people can provide feedback to and like you know same thing table table outside hang out Mm -hmm. have the homies pull up everybody with the tacos trucks like let's go dude let's just have a good time you know yeah absolutely i think that gotta keep the events alive the in-person stuff's important yeah, yeah. I Celebrate think so. stuff. Everybody has a good time. See each other. Mm-hmm. All these guys are putting in a hell of work too, man. It's fun to That's showcase. That's really what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know uh, Preferred's got a bunch of sick projects coming right now. 
we're doing, like I was saying earlier, we're doing a little tasting party over there with Doja and, the, and that crew. Like, you got a bunch of sick stuff coming out of there that we'll probably start seeing in production soon. Like, yeah, all, all that, all that shit's fire, dude. A lot of fun stuff coming. Um, where can we get your flower in SoCal down here in LA? I've, I've seen Blueprint at all the Jungle Boys. Uh, yeah places and definitely get it at green wolf yep for Ooh. sure definitely green wolf Ca- catalyst cookies um same, like most of the the like mm-hmm. legacy stores you know same groups yeah. uh o- o- oc fucks with us for sure got some spots down there in san diego as well just so when people come to la they always ask they're like well how do i get that person's stuff yeah. where do i get this person's stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure green, green wolf catalyst cookies yeah. yep all the, all the homies and then they they announced the winners tonight for the Olympics. I think no? so, like ten thirty or eleven Ooh, is what they said. Let's go, yeah. Blueprint. Yeah. I, I, we'll see. It'll be. I think Blueprint Zoe. May, maybe the Zushi. The Zushi yep. was a cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, the what else? The Zawa was fire. Yep. Zawa was like yeah. a underdog fire. Like yeah. it like looked like normal weed and smoked crazy. It's different. It great. Old school. Yeah. I, I fuck with that. That's yeah. that's the kind of shit up my alley. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Some grower. Thousand percent. Yeah. Thousand percent. I know. I'm predictable, but. <laughs> Yeah, that that should be cool. I would say somewhere those four, yeah, should be a little. I think that's the podium right there. Yep, it's gonna be fun because this is the thing. A lot of the guys that'll be at this event, this is this is where the crossover happens from people who go and just like appreciate the weed and smoke it and love the industry to actually meeting the guys behind it and and like talking to them. Especially for guys like if you're looking for a job and you're a grower, like. I'm I'm just saying these are the events where you get at these guys. These are the events where you can show like, hey, man, here, take some of the stuff I've worked on. But previous like you can really if you're smart about it, this is how you get to these people or this is how you at least hang out with these people or just have fun. Right. It's like this is what keeps it alive. Yeah, this is what keeps it. I mean, most of the time you're in the garden, bro. No, I at least least stuck at the shop. Yeah, at least (laughs) stuck at the shop for sure. It's uh uh, it's nice to get out and come see everybody, man. Like, especially after the last two years of like, I feel like really not seeing anybody, you know, like it's, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. It's good. Feels good. Like the, come, then, out, come out, you know, grab a Uris yeah. in the city. <laughs> yeah. no, dude, the, in, the industry feels better, man. Like it, it, it feels less back stifled, outside, man. bro. Back outside. Back outside. Let's go. Hey. Let's go. Yeah. It's nice, man. It yeah. is. It's refreshing. Hey, what do you what Any shout outs, man? Anything you're looking forward to in the future and shit? Man, we, we got uh, some cool projects. We're looking to work with some homies out in Michigan, out in Florida. Okay. Okay. Out, out in Florida. Shout tell out us Florida. about tell us about the Florida yeah. shit. Uh, what well, you can? Yeah, I, I can't really. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Not for first smoke, man. Yeah, I can't say. I can see it on your face. That's why I said that. You were like, keep it on the hush. Yeah, I can't say anything. But yeah, yeah it's it, it should be cool. We're gonna do something small. Uh, what area? Uh, hour outside of Orlando. I can't remember. Okay. Love okay. It. Yeah. Central. Dope. Central yeah. Florida. Central. No. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Should be fun. What about Michigan? Uh, Michigan, yeah, Michigan's good. I like Michigan. <laughs> Can't talk about that either. Yeah, talk about Michigan. Damn. Okay, okay. I like it. A little reshake up, a little rebrand yeah. for the Turtle Pie homies and a redrop out there okay. working with some new groups. And I think that's going to be really fucking fun. You know, uh, uh, the D fucks with Turtle Pie and Turtle Pie fucks with Detroit. So yeah. uh, it's a really cool vibe out there, man. And I think besides California, they're as like close as it gets. So, okay. Yeah, they really hold it down, though. 
there, there's a tell. lot of homies out there that are it's a lot of rocking, good culture you know? out there hell yeah and they like good weed like dude yeah. everybody was growing skittles rainbow belts like wow. runs of some sort that i checked out i was like okay michigan like yeah. and it was all smoking you know it was all smoking pretty that was good. good to see Damn. So I, we got to get out to michigan you, you for sure should. there's some players, players out there bro crazy players oh, out yeah. there for there's sure some players out in michigan michigan's tight um and yeah i, I think uh people are going to be hyped with what turtle pie is now going to be doing out there and uh they had a store out there that's now uh uh, uh rebranded and now we're working with new retail pr- partners got out, it. out in michigan that's why you can't talk about yeah it. yeah it. it's it, it's it. it's a it's it's a mess but the trying to come out it's all good. Yeah. yeah people get upset swinging. about things but at the end of the day you got to take into consideration that it takes a group of people to do something and sometimes people within that group are there for the wrong reasons and it you know yeah. it comes up and you got to handle it and if you got to restart you got to restart mm-hmm. just how it goes it's business thousand percent just what bro. it is yeah. you can't percent. be afraid to do it because then you'll never do it yeah and so you gotta you know go as you go and, and learn and ad- adapt and adjust it's all risky meeting new people you know yeah exactly like, you it's really all, can't all hold it against the brand especially if you know that that's not where that brand's coming from yeah. and they're right. trying to reach out and do more and have it to where you can enjoy it too, wherever you're at. You know what I mean? So we see that with a few situations now in different places. It, it, our biggest thing is uh, we work from the back end, you know, like mm-hmm. we're cultivators. I'm a cultivator. We're yep. farmers. So I, I'm not going to work in any state where the supply chain doesn't start with someone that I know is a competent operator, you know, and like you can't you can't do that shit without people that. What's the point of being in any other state if the quality is less than what it is here? No, nope, mm-hmm. no, thanks. Anything you get in Michigan, anything you get in Florida is going to be exactly like what you get out here. You know, that's the point, right? I know people are looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm trying, man. You know, people are looking forward to that from from all the Cali brands for sure, because Cali does ultimately influence the world. Sure. And cannabis, not just uh, the country. It's the world for sure. I, I agree with you a thousand percent, dude. Like, it, you know, like, sorry, nobody's rapping about Oklahoma weed or nothing. Like, no disrespect yeah. to Oklahoma or nothing, but. Like I think California is always going to be the the trendsetter. We're for, from Florida. They don't wrap around Florida weed either. Some people you know, do though. So, Come on, what's I mean, the, what's but the it crap? ain't it <laughs> ain't Cali. Yeah, it ain't Cali. <laughs> you can't you can't bunch everybody up and and just say oh because you're from the set or whatever, right? Nah. But there's mm-hmm. good people everywhere, right? Yeah, thousand percent. What yeah. you saw was the great migration of everyone came to Cali that had a certain lifestyle, I'll say, and that translated to good weed. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And they're just the, you know, the origins of the hills and all that shit alone. You know, it's it's natural. You know what I mean? So to see the progression now and it's crazy because we're watching outdoor almost go extinct mm-hmm. and indoors more prevalent now than ever. Um, you know, most people only smoke indoor weed. Yeah, it's interesting. You say most that. people that really yeah. smoke weed are only smoking indoor weed. If you say it's sun grown, people are like they don't even, you know. If they're a seasoned smoker, I'll say, you yeah. know, it's you're Ash. less interested in uh, yeah. no, the sun grown, even mixed light. There's some great mixed light. I know that. But if you have gardens, he's the best. Absolutely. My big day, you already yeah. know, mm-hmm. doing it like no other. Yeah. His yeah. shit doesn't His even fall under mixed light, really. He's like the exception of the market yeah, of yeah. like, you but wouldn't, that's nobody would be able to even tell. But a lot of that shit for sure. apply to to that at all but uh it's true though if you you had a if you had to pick one you would pick indoor probably to smoke flour you know sure sure it's the hash though it's the price per square foot that you can grow hash and that's the reason like yeah yeah, it's a a whole different market though but 
um, it's crazy to see the progression. And then, and then to know that you can go to Florida and replicate that. Mm. Yeah, man. You can go to Michigan and replicate that because mm-hmm. outside you couldn't. No, fuck no, dude. You, you know, said, grown, you can't. Yeah, you know what no I'm way. saying? So, like I was saying, these um, guys got but like inside <laughs> to now know that. And then, and then obviously you got other pitfalls and stuff, and it's going to be a little bit different because of the air and shit, right? But humidity, yep, sure. everything. Even you know. with buffering the room, it's still different. Yeah. Because yeah. you're using different air yeah, at, oh, from outside. Dude, you know what I mean? Swamp air. You got yeah. Swamp yeah. Different outside, yeah. It's different water, too. It's you different do. spirits, minerals. So when, in the water. when you go into a project, you you are you thinking about that? And are you thinking about. Oh, there's always going to be environmental controls that, you know, are going to be just kinda difficult to handle. But just as you go. That, dude, that's part, that's part of, you know, refining an indoor facility. Like you get so good at that point where those sort of things, like, and I see the the Florida facilities will have airlocks. They have like three airlocks and everything's boxed. So you can't go into anything without pulling out doors that are already of conditioned air. So you have a clean air balance. You're not fucking pulling in shit from outside. No fresh like the the fresh air exchange is still conditioned air. So you don't have like those those crazy. So you gotta kind of over-engineer the rooms a little bit differently Positive than you do pressure. out here. Yeah, yep. than you do out here. But uh, I mean, it's, it's part of it, I think. It's yep. part of learning those environments. And there's kids that have already been rocking out in each of those states, respectively. Like, dude, I went to so many spots in Michigan that were dope, that were Cali style, that had a thousand lights, fucking all single tier HPS. I was like, let like we're growing cocoa, fucking like, let's go, dude. That, <laughs> that got me hyped. I was like, all right. yeah. and then all the other mid spots that are like ramp like just crushing in double tier LED with only half their shit planted and like. I was like, man, what's, what's that? Like, what's you see, yeah, you see like the square footage army and then the kid, the passion. And it's, it's yeah. obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious. Dudes are still mixing nudes by hand for a thousand lights. I was like, okay. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're not hand watering, but still, I was like, that, you guess they're savage. Like, the industry is awesome. almost going two different ways right now. It's like most of the products and most of this stuff is going production, lowest cost, lowest, you know, sure. and then it's it's all it's like different. The industry is really breaking apart almost right now where there's going to be different levels and tiers of, you know, and more than anywhere, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, at, at the end of the day, good weed is always going to be good weed. Like kids are always going to want good weed. Why do you think that is that demand? Well, because the weed's good, I think, you know, and I won't, if it sucks, I won't put it out. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, you have my promise. <laughs> like if I, I, I won't, I just won't. So like that, that, that's, that's what's your process to do with that? Like just, you know, everything that, hash, everything that comes whatever. down wet. Oh, uh, if it, if it doesn't make, if you it don't want to put the, the flower on a jar, it, it, it goes to the, the bulk kids. Mm hmm. Wholesale, you know? that's it. Why yeah, wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. I don't want to see it. You know, and if it's something don't that want I want the brand on there. Yeah. If it's something I can't I can't get out what's like a, that. What's we'll a way that you it. scale that? What's your process for scaling that if it makes the cut or not? Is it literally you having to to be hands on or do you have like a, a process to where every know, heart, guys know? Every day a heart. Well, you, we can usually tell right around day seven of drying, we are all like snap the three of us will snap stems and like grab some shit and check it out mm-hmm. uh especially new stuff shit that R&D. we're already familiar yeah r&d will already kind of like get after it and see what's up with it and uh by the so I already have a pretty good impression gets processed next d- three days four days whatever try it again at post-processing after it's like wet immediately okay and then the second it hits the cage basically it's a done processing all the the entire batch we'll smoke them all together mm. 
Th- like almost three two or us. three different test trials all the way through. Yeah, yeah. We'll smoke wow. it three times usually. Like w- wet, uh, fresh, and then like ma- like post-production ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Like post- post-packaging ready. How is a consumer going to get it, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, usually the best indication for us, at least. And we'll, we do all three together. Sometimes Jordan will come by. Uh, sometimes the other, you know, other homies, Alex, Critical, Cad, Carter will slide through. But, you know, the other homie, Kurt, Sturt, also the Sturt Doinks, dude. Shout out yes. Sturt Doinks. Yeah. Legendary uh, guys. A yeah. critique, dude. A critique. Yeah. You get some good advice or some good uh, feedback, at least. He'll just say, meh. I don't like it. Like, so you got right, a team enough. a team of tastemakers basically that yeah, we'll help all, you. We'll all blow yeah. like we would just like hang out yeah. and just smoke smoke them all like real quick at the end of like a, the whatever be a Thursday Friday or something. Smoke five six joints back to back. Yeah. <laughs> just chug through them and talk know? about which ones are smoking or which yeah. one maybe missed the mark a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, dude, this one's just not burning right. Can't drop it. You know. Well, like you said with the triple Lindy, you figured out if you cut it a week early, it's gassy. Oh yeah, this is what this is what Jordan figured out this last pull came a little earlier and this shit's crazy like the terps on this one are crazy funny like you know you know a little less color than normally on it but i think the complexity that comes out of it from the gas at the that that like uh you know og terpenes are volatile mm-hmm. right you know so it's like it makes sense that those would kind of get lost after that extra you know week or so that it usually gets taken so when it's pulled early that has that that expression that it doesn't usually hit when it gets pushed full term so i don't know i think i don't i guess we'll we'll see tonight but i think i like it better <laughs> i'm wow. a gas guy though so that's a great point that's yeah. a great point that that terps from og actually off gas naturally in the environment faster than other strains where like a grape or a papaya or sure. like these stronger will last longer that's why the og loses its smell quicker is because it's like super naturally fragile. Super yeah. fragile yeah wow like glue does the same thing like fresh glue fuck that shit is so nasty but like you leave it uh, in a jar for three days it turns to pennies you're like oh gross oh, yep. <laughs> like it oxidizes like that but you know like if you get a fresh batch of glue like seven days that shit's good dude phenomenal yeah it's good it's good it's mouth-watering but yeah if it's it's like anything over a couple days old it's trash if you could bring back one strain you've lost what would it be just one strain in the history of you like just one just bring it back please s1 the candy land for sure thousand percent yeah so, I was yeah. like, yeah, I, unique. I, I think uh, uh, we're almost at the point too where kids might miss cookies a little, you know, because I I've done it. I've done the 09 uh, recently, and it was good, man, and it was like refreshing. You're like, oh shit, but I don't, I don't think we're quite there yet. So the classic animal cookies you're talking about? Uh, the 09. That- it was the 09 forum. Oh, 09 forum. Yeah, so that was like the original one that got passed out to like pretty much everybody um so you're honing that in right now well no we just grew up to smoke it we've got like 180 something different strains at our shops <laughs> like anytime oh. any of us are like like we grew sour not that long ago <laughs> do you think like, it's the same sours from 10 years from ago Skunk tech it was sent to me off the east coast man so yeah uh, it's, it, did it taste and smell like the old style i feel like the sour these days i keep seeing is a little different and i'm like i always wonder if it's us who just remember it differently right? that's i that's that's where i'm at i, th- I think i i like glor- glorify it in my memory but i don't know maybe not. i don't know either yeah the concentrate was good from it spectrum so. lights are different these days too than going back to single end you know yep that's very true 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was, uh, um, uh, it's fun to just, you know, pick shit that you miss, throw it in, throw a couple plants in, check it out again. Be like, is this, is this fun? Like we ran Bob Saget not that long ago. You guys remember that shit? It smells like dumpster trash. Mm-hmm. Just like had a couple plants of it. Like, like throw it in. Fuck yeah, it. Rest in peace. It. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Right, Bob Saget, dude. That's just, that's just cool. Needs for to come like, back yeah, for the trash weed. I don't think that it's too ugly, but, <laughs> but still we got all this shit for breeding, you know, mm-hmm. like we keep all this stuff. Cause eventually, like, I think how the fun stuff will get made. So, well, you should start dropping seeds in the rec market. People be killing it to be able to know that you're growing this strain and we've been able to sample this strain. So we know it's the real strain from you. And now yeah. you're breeding that times this, and I can buy the seeds with the flower. Epic. Well, turtle pie has got some cool, uh, uh seed projects coming i think um people are going to be really hyped on so keep an eye out for those in the next year or so 2023 any so, shout outs to you guys bro thank you so much shout for having me man. yeah this was fun if you, you know, didn't absolutely. know green dog's the man behind the curtain and <laughs> yeah, uh, look into that because there's some guys that are really doing work behind the scenes and help and produce quality in this industry for multiple brands and like we just OG respect to you, bro, from from so long. Mutual. Appreciate you Absolutely, guys. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. LA, thanks for having me. Thanks for always showing me love. Nothing but hospitality out here, man. You guys are awesome. Shout out the whole crew. Alien Labs, fucking Doja Pack, Turtle Pie, Blueprint, everybody's Hash Assassins, Al Organics, my dogs, the Outpost. Fucking everybody. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely, man. It's the Olympics tonight. It's the Olympics. Let's get it. Shout yeah. out to Green Wolf, man, everybody else. Shout out to Green Dog. Yeah, Green Wolf. Episode yeah. 51. You already know you saw it here first. Hell first yeah. smoke of the day. We're out. Peace. Let's talk about Athena, one of the number one nutrient companies in the world. Athena Nutrients. Blackleaf, tell them how you use IPM in your garden. Athena IPM, one of the best products out right now for IPM management. This product passed testing for legal facilities and is what is what I use in my garden. Blackleaf approved, Athena IPM. This product and all other products, athenaag.com. Go check them out. Appreciate you guys. Hello guys, Alex here, owner of Mango Tech Store. We are the house of Trollmaster. We are the house of ThinkRow. Whether you're growing commercially, growing at home, or growing in a tent, we got you. Come see us. We got the best pricing, best customer support. Nobody can beat us. Mango Tech. Like I said before, with the house of Trollmaster, with the house of ThinkRow, we got the new lifters in-house. Order up. What's up? I want to take a second to talk about Grow Generation, the largest hydroponic retailer in the country, over 60 stores nationwide. Go to growgeneration.com and enter in the code first smoke. Become a part of the family. Let's go where the pros go to grow. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine, the diamondmine.la, California source for boutique genetics, powered by yours truly, Blackleaf. And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the diamondmine.la and we're gonna offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The diamondmine.la, powered by Blackleaf. We're here holding Power SI, and we want to talk a little bit about what this can do for your garden. It's a game-changing product I use in my garden. Foliar, res feeds, 
I recommend it to all growers. This is a game changer. Go to PowerSI and enter in the code FIRSTSMOKE to get a discount. Yo, we're right here at TLC Collective, home of the Jungle Boys, where they've been playing with fire since 2006, right here in Los Angeles, California. It's at Jungle Boys on all social media, jungleboys.com, and if you wanna see for yourself, come right here to TLC Collective, man. Let's check it out.